unless you divorce him, and that's fine. So we still got a hold of that. You ain't going to sit down on what God's trying to release, right? Yeah. I, I was at the uh, prison, doing prison ministry the other day, and there was a young man, we were inside the kitchen area, not the kitchen, but the dining area, that's where you have uh, prison ministry, the discipleship camp 18. So we were in there, and guys were excited, man, they're hungry. They're hungry for God. Yes. Those people just draw it out of you. They're in every work. Come on,
today. Because you're sitting here wrestling with guilt and condemnation and wondering whether you should be here or not. Ooh, without a question, you should be here. Without a question. It's the devil that gets in your ear and says, you failed God too much. You failed God. You disappointed. You disappointed them. You disappointed that person or you disappointed. Listen, we all can write books and volumes of books about how we have disappointed people. It's not about your disappointments. The disappointment, sure there is a measure of disappointment and falling down or being down. But the greater disappointment, a writer said one time, is you staying down when you could have gotten up. This is your getting up here. This is your getting release. Okay. So this year, new with me in 23, and God's releasing something unique and different in the earth and into the body of Christ than any other century that he's ever released. God's getting ready things, getting things ready. And he's getting his church ready. My question to you, are you ready? Are you ready for what God is releasing and wanting to do in your life? Then it becomes, it behooves us, it becomes our responsibility to individually. Like there's ways that I need to move up in my faith. Whoa, Pastor Art, you need to move up? Yeah, I need to move up. Boy, get quiet in here now. So you don't need to move up? Boy, let's cast out the spirit of life. Quit lying to yourself. There's some moving up you've got to do. Let us lay aside every weight, whatever that holds you down. Let go and let God. Let go of it. It's not worth your hanging on to. And it's a surety you can't take it with you. So let it go. So, this year, God has deposited in my spirit this word. This is where we're going to tie it right here. Drawing close. God says, draw close to me. In 23. Wow. This is the year of drawing close, not getting distant. We we struggled with distance for two and three or three years. We we struggled about being distance from each other, distance from the things of God, distant from our purpose, distant. We're like Peter. We we got ourselves in a, a tough situation and, and we're we're satisfied with following afar off. That's what was said to Peter. He looked from a distance like that young man. He observed and he saw the things that he should have been standing in or standing for. But he observed it from a distance. This is the time to quit looking in from the outside. 
This is a time to get on the inside and let God's purpose be fulfilled in our life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is a time to get close to God. This is a year to get close. I've never been one. I mean, I've studied prophecy somewhat over the years. There's a lot of people sell books and travel the country and prophetic. I'm not talking about the prophecy like we was releasing earlier. I'm talking about end time things. I don't know exactly where we are, truthfully. I know we're closer to Jesus coming than we were last year. Amen. Okay. But ever which way Jesus decides to come this year, let this be our year to be close to Him. Let, let us let this be the year that we get closer to Him. How many in here in this room right now could say, Pastor, there are ways that I need to get closer to God. You know what? Just raising that hand and acknowledging it is a lot of freedom in that right there. You say, well, I can't do it. That's called pride. How many knows that we all need to get closer to God? We all need to draw nigh. So this, this is a scripture. One of them that will release, release another one. Tying the boat. Wow. Psalm 73, 28. The psalmist said, it's good for me to draw near to God. It's all good. There's nothing to do with religion. It has to do with alignment of heart. That's where closeness comes from God. Does that mean, oh, well, I'm going to church more, right? Shoot. Got to give more, right? Shoot. Getting close to God, all those things takes care of itself. If you'll just get close to God, God will get close to you. And He'll help you figure out what you need to figure out. Amen. So, although those are powerful, powerful steps of an um, attempt to do it, it's not the cure-all. The cure-all is where you align your heart to the greater closeness. So this year we're going to be looking at things. Miss Kathy, we're going to be looking at things that are going to help propel us, draw us closer into His presence. Closer into His presence. A lot of things happen when we're closer in proximity to His heart. That's where I want to be. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar. Draw me near to where you are. I want to be where you are. Dwelling in your presence. Feasting at your table. Don't worry about it. Surrounded by your glory. In your presence, that's where I always want.
I just want to be, I just want to be with you. That should be every heartbeat in this room. I want to draw closer to God. And this year, I want my life. I don't want to be distance between me and my God. I want to draw close. And Lord, in my intent to draw near to you, that means things will be given up on the benefit of that. Seek God first and his kingdom and his righteousness and all those other things he'll add to you. We get hung up on the things. We get hung up on, well, what do I got to give up? Listen, when you grab a hold of God for hardly, it's not about giving up. It's what you gain. You see, you don't, you don't worry about that. Because there, there is where it is. He said, but it's good for me to draw near to God. I put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works, Lord. It's like the testimony thing this morning. The testimony thing. And Abraham believed God. And that's the report that we have of Abraham. And he's been called the father of faith because he drew near to God. And he didn't allow anything even that meant for him to give up the most precious thing that he had was his son. He was obedient. So this year, let's make this point. Let's make this year about obeying God in every possible way. It, it means drawing close to him. It doesn't mean becoming more religious. Listen, religion is as far from God as as. Listen, Pluto is on the earth. Okay? You'll never find God through, listen, if you found Him, you'll work because it pleases Him. You're in a close relationship with somebody. You love them and you do for them because it does your heart a good thing to please them. Not that you're doing it to keep them but that you do it because you love them. When we get to that place of closeness, then we are reaching a plateau in our spiritual walk. It's about wanting to please God. It's about wanting to do things with God. Where our worshiping together publicly is something we do. It's not a drudgery. It's not something, oh my goodness, do I have to do that today? Oh, no, you get to do it today because you get to hang out with Jesus and you get to hang out with everybody else, you see. So, this year, Something new in me in 23. Draw me close to thee in 23. So drawing close to God. It's just drawing close to God. And you can just think, naturally speaking, the way you draw close to somebody who you see and you care about. We'll, we'll be looking at things like that. But I know that your mind's stirring. Well, how, how do I get close to God? I mean, how... Can I get close to him? I can't even see him. 
Oh, hello. I'm not missed it right there because I know probably nobody here struggles with that. Nobody struggles with the faith thing, right? If, if I can't see it, then I ain't going to believe it. That's why some of us sat on our blessing this morning because you say, I don't feel like it, Pastor. Faith has nothing to do with what you feel. Faith is reaching beyond what you feel and believing for what God wants to do. Calling those things that are not. Well, I'm not going to be presumptuous. I'm not going to stand up. I'm not going to say anything about myself that's not true. God said it's true. I didn't say it's true. God's word said it's true. You just heard Tina. If you don't want to believe what I said, you believe what the word she read. Listen, believe God. Believe God. Say, believe God. Believe God. Amen. So, one element, of course, of drawing close to God is trust. As you begin to get closer to God, you begin to trust somebody. I know we all have trust issues, right? We've been let down by people. We've been betrayed by people. We've been shot down, blown up. We've been throats cut. We've been sold out. We've been betrayed. We can all identify with Jesus' suffering in that way. But you know what? Trust God. Trust and obey. For there is no other way. To be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. So this is the last scripture I said that I wanted to share with you. I'm sorry. I'm not lying. Okay, I said. <laughs> Pastor, start out the New Year's line. No, I can't. Hebrews 10 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Let us with confidence draw near to God. Let's come close to Him. Not because you deserve it. That is our problem sometimes. We stay distant because we think we don't deserve it. We're not good enough, right? We're not good enough for the holiness of God. If oh, you think God went to all that expense to send the best that he had, so if you would believe on him, he would remove every barrier, every hindrance, tear down every wall. He loved you enough to pursue you. And he tore down every wall to give to you. He tore down every wall. I love that song. He tore down everything to get to you. Nothing could hold him back. Nothing. Nothing could hold him back from you. And so, you know, again, we're not going to talk about those this morning. That's the one scripture. The other scripture I want you to take with you in James 4 and 7 8. I want you to think about these. Contemplate these, meditate upon these as we draw near to Jesus in 23. I'm not prophetically saying something, but I'm saying there is something shifted on the planet in a powerful way. 
Something's coming. I don't know what it is. I, I do believe that a powerful move of God is coming. We already see that. And it's going to come from a place that's going to blindside you. It's going to come from a broken place. There's where God is sending the next school. It's coming out of a broken place. God's not going down the street looking for shiny places that's got it all together. There ain't no place that's got it all together. I don't care how hypocritical, how shiny, how oh you may think, but listen, God is bringing out the broken places. Amen. Do you believe that? Say amen. If you receive that, shout amen. So, James 4, 7 and 8. The Lord says, draw near. James says, it's, it's, it's sort of a parallel to 1 Chronicles 7 and 14, it, which is the description of what revival is about. It's a, it's a prescription of what revival, when a revival occurs. God says, if you do these things, the first thing is to draw near to God. He said it earlier. Draw near to God, and He what? Will draw near to you. God's waiting on you. Come on, I'm waiting on you. I could call out some names right now, but I don't want you to run out the back door. But I could call out some names right now. I'm waiting on you. Come on, I'm waiting on you. Why are you waiting on me? I'm waiting on you. Oh, I will, Pastor, when I get the right feeling. Oh, I'm talking about feeling. Some of you hooked on your feelings instead of working your heart to God. Hallelujah. I just love it when you all look at me that way. So, God said, draw near to me. He's serving the ball in our court. Now what do you do with it? He did it. He came. He came. He drew earth to himself. He removed, Paul said, the middle wall of partition between us. Following that powerful thing, he got up out of the grave and said, now look inside that. I'm coming in. later in Jerusalem in an upper room he came again yeah. by the way of the Holy Spirit yeah. Jesus said I'm still coming I'm coming on the clouds of glory I'm coming with power and great glory but in the meantime God has done everything to draw us closer to him God said, now I'm waiting on you. You make that step. You get up. You go forward. You obey. You trust me. Okay. So, draw near to God. I'll imagine you draw near you. When Kathy and I started dating, I drew near to Kathy. I 
had a friend who said, ask her out for a date. And I don't recommend that in our ages. Don't you do that. Different world back then. I know you've heard that before too. But I asked her out. I took the chance and she did. The way we started developing that relationship was spending time with each other. And this year you need to spend more time with God. Oh, it's quiet in here right now. Let me stop it to talking about but we just talked I love to hear her talk and she talked to me we talked for hours we talked for hours I just look into those eyes of hers and I just talk she looked into my eyes I don't know what she really saw but she, we just talk you learn a lot by talking and you learn a lot by listening talk to God listen to him you don't have to have it all figured out well I don't know how to talk oh yes you do your friend. He is your friend. Can I say this? He's the very best friend you've got. Any day coming, he's your best friend. So, draw, draw close to him. And we'll go over this more as the year unfolds. He says, cleanse your hands. That means repentance. Some of us need to draw closer by Say, God, I messed up. I'm sorry about some things. I really am. And uh, I know some people in here that are doing that very thing. And their actions are proving it. And when your actions are proving it, things start happening in your life. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. This was to the church. Whoa. Man, I'd get in trouble if I called a bunch of you sinners in here. More smiles than this side. I don't know what that means. That means I probably threw a spring in the spoke somewhere over here. But I'm saying there's more smiles and laughter than over here on this side. I'm messing with you guys. You know that. So, cleansing. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. You double-minded. Shane and I read this scripture together yesterday. Double-minded. He said, Pastor, that, that's the word that I need to grab a hold of. Because what you say and what you do are two different things. I don't even know that. So would it be more about what we do? Don't don't worry about it. And I know if we haven't got it all right, we haven't got it all right. I'll be real with you. We haven't. So, purify your hearts, double-minded. People who, you know, we say one thing and we mean something different. We've all been there. Come on. Have you ever told somebody you're going to do something didn't do it? Well, I told Sister Helen I was going to pick her up Wednesday night. Well, guess what? I forgot. You know, uh, and when I called Sister Helen, she didn't give me a bunch of four-letter words. She didn't scream in my ears, say, I'll never be back to church again. She 
said, Pastor, I knew that you forgot me. I knew that. And I'm cool with that. She didn't say cool, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. I know. I know. Wow. May our new year be more about that. May, may it be more about grace and forgiveness. When we do fail each other, and guess what? You will. Okay? You double-minded, lament, and mourn, and weep. Be sorry for our mess-ups. Embrace our newness. Said, let your laughter be turned into mourning. Not saying there's anything wrong with, with, with laughter or joy to gloom. But he said, this is a time to repent. This is a time to get close to God, folks. This is a time to get close to Jesus. This is a time. You say, well, I will when I get it all figured out. But you'll never get close to Jesus because you ain't going to ever have it all figured out. But God will help us figure it out together. God will help us keep going. We'll do it together in this new year. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He'll lift you up. Just, just humble your hearts before the Lord. Say, God, I, I need something new in me in 23. I'm going to be close to God. I'm going to be close to God. How I've heard my mom stand up in a little old church in, in rural eastern Kentucky and, and say that very thing. I just want to be close to God. Tears were flying everywhere. Snot falling everywhere. But she was so caught up in her, her joy and, 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 and her humility that she didn't mind. She didn't care. And, and she had a lot on her plate. An unbelieving alcoholic husband. You know, worries and troubles and all kinds of things. But I remember standing up and she said, I just want to get closer to Jesus. Let that be our prayer this year. Let that be our desire. Let that be our action. I'm going to draw close to Jesus in this year. Draw me close to you, Lord. Draw me close to you. Never let me go, Lord. I'm laying all down again to hear you say that I'm your friend. This is my desire. This is the one thing I want to do. I want to get close to God. I want to get close to God. Yes. Getting closer to God helps you figure out things a lot better like Isaiah did. Because when he got closer to God, the closer you get to God, the less you see people, the less thought you see in people, yes. the more you see in yourself. And the more you see your need to pull in rather than the need of somebody else pulling in. Let's get close to God. You know what? I think we're on the road. I feel something in the atmosphere here. I feel something moving and shaking here. Do you feel that under your feet? Come on. Do you feel that under your feet? Well, I don't feel anything. Well, let's reach down in a place called faith and start feeling. Come move. God's moving. Everybody say God's moving. Keep moving this morning. I, I, you know, we just close the door right there. But I, I want to just present to you today our challenge in this 23 year. 
Let's draw close to God. Let's get closer to Him. Let's love Him more. So let's just bow our heads. Well, no, let's not bow our heads. That's a scapegoat sometimes. Nobody's watching. Then I gotta get closer to God. Well, I'll take that pressure away from you. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Hello? Hello? So the question I was going to propose to you is how many seeds in their heart I need to get closer to God this year? Well, I'm as close to God as I need to be. Then you're ready to go to heaven, right? Go, 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 man. I, there might be an angel standing right behind you right now, ready to pluck you up. Because we all got work to do. We all got work to do. Right? We all got this year to go to. That someone said that church is the it's the gym of the soul. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day at the gym, he, you know, I, we went in and the gym was full of the treadmills. Everybody's starting early, you know. But it happens every January. You can't get a treadmill. You got no matter how what time you go in, you can't get a treadmill. January, it's not just <laughs> then you then you go to your bed and then you you can pretty much choose. February, March come around, you can go in and choose anything you want. Lifticles, treadmills, whatever. The place where God is, the presence of where God is, is the is the gem of the soul. It's what keeps you going. It's what keeps you alive and fueled up. I know it's the presence of the Holy Spirit in it, but that's where Jesus is. And I, I don't like the song said, I just want to be where he is. Going daily in his presence. Miss Kathy, I, I failed. I, I failed you this year. Oh my goodness. Why do you even stay with me sometimes? Demonstrate you what drawing the first step in drawing close to God. You see, I come to Kathy and I meant that with all my heart. Say right there. And I said, I can't believe how much I failed you. Why do you even put up with me? And God gets up <laughs> and He don't say, I told you so. You made that bed so just like it. You're nothing but an old sinner. I said, you know, I don't know why you put up with me. Immediately, she rose up from a seated position and put her arms around me. 
and said, you know why I do? Because I love you.
being angry. Once I stop pride, once I stop all that, I'll come to church. What God is challenging us to do is run to Him with all that stuff still attached. Get close to Him and see what happens. You probably won't even notice when some of that stuff falls off. <laughs> you really might not. You might just be so enthralled with Jesus that you don't know. It's kind of like, you know, if you if, 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 if I go out with my wife and I have a headache and I'm just so in love, I don't even forget to remember my headache. Have you ever done something like that, maybe? That's a pretty... Now, now some of you may say, well, I got a head. No, no, don't say that. That's what love does. And that's what the love of the Father does. So I'm going to ask you to do this this morning. We're done. I don't want to add anything to the message. But if, if in 2023 you say, you know what? I don't want to run from God. I don't even want to stay here and sit still and just let Him chase me all the time. I want to get up and close the gap. I want to walk towards Him. I'm not so much worried about, i got to do this first, this first, this first. I want you to get that out of your mind completely. The, only, the, the first is go after Him. All the rest, we don't worry. It'll work out. Amen. It'll work out. I need to fix my marriage first. No, just go to God first. It'll work out. <laughs> I need to fix some stuff first. No, no, no. Go to God first. So I'm going to ask you if you're in this room today and you say, you know what? This year, starting this year, starting right now, not this year, starting January, starting this moment, whatever day this is, that I want to close the gap and I want to get closer to God and I want to be a God chaser in 2023. Would you just stand with that you? I don't want... If, if Dad's already said I would have had you back of his, but he's the boss, so <laughs> he's the boss. But now I'm on the, so I think that's good. And I, if you're not saying I don't feel bad about you, some of you can't or 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 or, or I, I, it's okay. But they're going to sing a song, and as we as we finish and conclude this service, let the Holy Spirit talk to you right now, because there's there's. Drawing near to God, there's drawing six inches near, and there's chasing Him with all I got. Running after Him. And so, I'm going to challenge you as they do this worship song. If you want all in, if you want all you got this year, all in in 23, draw near to Him, and you feel that you feel that in your spirit right now that it would be a good thing, then as they sing this song, I want you to come forward. And if you need Jesus, we'll pray. If you, if you just want to make a further commitment, if you just want this word to sink today, you want to sink that hook, if you just want to drop something off, if you just want to get closer to Him, if you just want Daddy to love on you like Dad just did to my mother, if that's all you're doing is walking up to Father and humbling your head and saying, I, I want to be a better, a better child this year. You just want to hug. If you just want a hug from Daddy this morning, just come on. If you just need a hug from Daddy this morning, that's strong near. <laughs> Sometimes a hug will go a long way from the Father. <laughs> so come. This altar's open. And if there's not room to bow, let me bow two rows. We'll do three rows. Whatever. This altar's open. Let's come. Draw near to Him. Come to Daddy. Climb up in Daddy's lap. Let him love on you. It feels good. <laughs> oh, have you ever felt guilty in your life? For something you've done and mom and daddy hugs on you. It feels so good. So good. 
in Jesus' name. Come on, let's just worship. Oh, yes, yes. I lay it on. 